Welcome into another episode of the Football Fiends. We are here now to discuss the biggest sporting event of the year, the Super Bowl, and our predictions and our thoughts on what is about to happen. I'm joined with, of course, JP to talk about the game. Chiefs versus Eagles, right off the top, who you got in the game, JP? The Chiefs. Now, is that a want or who you actually think is going to win? Both. I agree. I'm also, this is going to be a very Chiefs heavy pod. Um, I'm a little more unbiased coming into it, obviously. I, for once, am coming into this game um, for the first time, really, since I'd say, uh, I'd probably say since uh, the Panthers Broncos Super Bowl, our freshman year, uh, where I don't have like a really strong rooting interest one way or the other. Um, What about Chiefs Niners? So I really wanted the Chiefs to win that one. I didn't. I didn't like Jimmy G at the time. I still don't really like Jimmy G, uh, but that one specifically um, was annoying because he was like coming away from the Pats and like, oh, like this is the everyone. Uh, all Pats fans are just annoying. Oh, he's a product of Brady. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like really, really adamant. Like, oh my god, like I need the Chiefs to win this, or I'm going to die. But it's also like the start of my case. Like, I want Patrick Mahomes to go on to be the goat. I want him to win this um, and stuff like that. So. I don't care. Either way, I'm going to not be, like, miserable after an outcome of the Super Bowl for once. Um, Obviously, you can't say the same. Um, It's going to be a very interesting game. Uh, One of the closer spreads when you look at it, uh, the Eagles are only a one-point favorite. It's going to be a very, very close game, you'd think. Um, Obviously, there's been a couple Super Bowls that have been a blowout in recent memory. Um, Coming into this game... A few of the bigger storylines, obviously. One is the return of Andy Reid and his revenge on the Eagles. Obviously, that's 10 years in the making. Yeah, one of the bigger uh, things everyone's talking about. Um, how do you feel Andy Reid and this like story is going to impact the game? Do you think Andy Reid's going to come into this hungry? Do you think he's not even thinking about it? Do you think he's cooking up a game plan to try and embarrass his old team? What's his head like? I think enough time has gone by where he's kind of, you know, buried the hatchet. He got a Super Bowl win, something he wasn't able to do with them. Like, yeah, they got rid of him, but it was also after a season where they went 4-12, and they were god-awful. Like, you know, he – and, like, that was, like, you know, two years removed from, like, their last playoff appearance where, like, they had high expectations both years. Like, I, I think – I don't think he's going to come out looking to embarrass his old team. I think he comes out looking to embarrass every team, so I don't think it's going to be personal. I think he's going to have some – you know, crazy plays crafted up because, you know, it's the Super Bowl. They've done some crazy stuff already this season. So I, I think, like, it'll be not what they do every week. It'll be out of the ordinary, but I don't think it'll be anything, like, insanely crazy because of the whole narrative. Yeah, I think uh, if you listen to the Football Fiends, uh, you kind of have a feeling that we don't really like Sirianni all that much. Uh, we think he's a little overrated. We don't necessarily think he's a good coach. Um Especially like I think it was the Bucks game where he was caught on screen like I know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, oh, no, that wasn't the he didn't play the Bucks. It was against he, Dallas, maybe. He was, were... he was down. I think it was against the Giants. He was down the field towards. Oh yeah, that's what it was. The Giants towards the end, end zone. He didn't play either like... of those teams that I brought up in the playoffs. <laughs> um, he's like, he's like, I know where I'm allowed to fucking be or like something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I guess like they gave him they, shit for being too far away from his own sideline, but like. Well, yeah, it was that, and then it was they went for two, or they were going for two. It was like twenty-seven nothing or something. He's like, I know what the fuck I'm doing, and he called timeout. I don't know. Either way, it was a bunch of crazy stuff. I don't think he's all that smart. I really don't. No. I I think his 
team is incredibly stacked. I think they have a talent advantage coming into this football game for sure over the Chiefs. Uh, but I think Andy Reid is going to be in a spot to outcoach him. And if the Chiefs do win, like we're predicting, I think the Chiefs are going to have to win the coaching battle. If Sirianni outcoaches Andy Reid, I think we're fucked. I think the Eagles are going to win this game. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Because yeah. the Eagles, like, the, if he outcoaches Reid, the Eagles roster is, like, so built top to bottom, like, they'll win. Then it just comes down to the Mahomes factor. Yeah. And it would be I mean, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mahomes has the magic. Then yeah, then they could still win. You could have a career Mahomes game, like a career-defining game out of Mahomes to still win this thing. Uh, but I think the coaching advantage is going to be a huge, huge factor. I, uh, I'm a little nervous, I'm not going to lie, about a repeat of the Bucks and Chiefs Super Bowl, where, like, just the Bucks, their, the defensive ro- line, their, yeah. their roster was just insane. So what gives me a little bit of more hope than that happening, um, obviously this Eagles defensive front in, in particular they're like Hassan Reddick um I know they got other other guys up front there Fletcher Cox um something sweat I know there's a sweat in there Josh Sweat. Josh sweat those guys are like freaks um but the Chiefs offensive line is pretty solid if you remember that Bucks game I think like three of their offensive linemen were hurt heading into the game and didn't play that is true um they have my guy Orlando Brown now on the right side or left side wherever he's playing for them um, I just think their offensive line altogether is much better. So I think they'll be able to handle it okay. I think they're still an advantage there for the Eagles. But again, I think the Eagles have the advantage everywhere, which is crazy. On the defense, defensive line, offensive line, wide receivers in particular, I want to bring that up. I think that's going to be a huge factor. Our Mahomes' receivers play. Michael Hardman just went back on IR now. Um, is Juju going to suit up? Is Tony going to suit up? Tony, I believe, is. I saw something come out saying that he expects to. I think they need these guys to play. Mahomes was able to work some magic with Valdez Scantling and the other guys we made fun of in the pregame or the AFC Championship uh, recap pod. But he he's not going to beat the Eagles with those guys and Valdez Scantling. Um, they'll be smart enough to double team Kelsey literally every play. Um, and he's just Mahomes is great, but if that happens, I expect a big uh, Pacheco. Pacheco. Oh, Pacheco is somebody I definitely wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, but before we get to that, it's it's simple. We need. I think they need either Tony or Juju. At least one of them to be really healthy and play this full game. I don't think Tony would be really healthy, but yeah. if he's somewhat healthy, if Tony could play a half and Juju could play, I think that's a huge boost for them. Yeah, um, Tony, like if he plays and he's like you know able to you know make his cuts and do his moves with no issues, like he's insanely good as much as like i wish he was still on my team like hey like, as if he plays and juju plays like like you said like they're in a great spot yeah uh moving to the running backs where i think a lot of people will say the eagles have or advantage at the running back position i don't know if i agree i really really like pacheco and you brought him up too i think he is the best running back on the field miles sanders has really never been good like he's in his fine. career like he's like, okay he, he had a fine year he had a thousand yards like I think that's a lot of offense, the the product of the offense more so than his skill and talent, though. They, I think their team, like, he had all those rushing yards because they are making sure, like, you know, the pass game was locked down. They'll take a few yards to, like, you know, just keep the big plays out of it. That's why he had, yeah. like, so many numbers this year. And I know 
there's very divisive opinions about him, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire is also gonna be back. I don't oh, think I saw that actually. Yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest, I like forgot about him. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's very good, but I think it I think helps. they'll use Pacheco and then they'll put in Clyde when Pacheco gets Yeah, back. I just think it helps yeah. to have all three of those guys as options out of the backfield. You could run two running back sets. Um I'm leaving out McKinnon, but I'm including him in my talk of running backs. Um, I just think their group, and then, yeah, Boston Scott and Gainwell, say what you want about them on the Eagles side, but I just like this group of Kansas City running backs Boston better. Scott's only good against the Giants. Yeah, he's scored a bunch of touchdowns, but that's usually on the one-yard line, whatever. Against the Giants. Gainwell only does well when games are like 37 nothing and the team's given up and he runs well. That's a great point. I just, I really believe in this Chiefs group of running backs, and I think they're going to bail out Mahomes at least a couple times, whether it's on dump-offs, whether it's just scoring touchdowns when it seems like they're not going to be able to score. Um, who knows about Mahomes' ankle and his running ability. So I just I think that's going to be an X factor too. Um, you could say Andy Reid, like we said. You could say the wide receiver help. But I think if this group of running backs steps up, I think Kansas City is also going to be in a good spot. It's like, uh, if they do step up, it's like no one expected them to do so. So if they do, it's like going to be a big help for that offense. Yeah, Because sure. then it opens up everything. And you could say – also, when we're talking about advantage Chiefs in this game, you could say what you want about A.J. Brown. You could say what you want about Devontae Smith and the weapons the Eagles have. But to me, the Chiefs have the best player in the football game, uh, besides quarterbacks, obviously, and that's Travis Kelsey. Um, he's been amazing this whole postseason. You could double him and he'll still get open. I think if there's one guy in this game you want to have on the field with you, you trust to make a catch, it's Kelsey. I think he's going to be a huge impact as well. Yeah. I'll talk about him more in a little bit because I, I do have a lot I, I want to say about him. But, like, yeah, he's, like, the greatest player on the field that's not Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and we touched on it a little bit. Um, obviously, the, the Eagles have a defensive advantage uh, in this game. Um, I, I forgot the Chiefs corner. You might bail me out here, but he got hurt last game. Is the number one corner. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Damn it. That's well, one that's a problem that we really can't remember the name of the Chiefs' number one corner off the top of our head. Um, but they have a rookie corner as well who's like good. I'm just going to search Chiefs cornerback. Sky Moore, right? No, he's our wide receiver. Okay. Um, they're damn it. I'm getting like historic names of their uh cornerbacks. It's like a I gotta go to their depth chart. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm not well versed in my Kansas City defenders. Um, it's Legarius Sneet. That's the name I was looking for. Um, I, oh, okay. I've heard of him. I whenever I hear his name, I think of Willie Sneed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he got hurt last game, um, and didn't really play against the Bengals. But it looks like he's healthy based on my very, very minimal research I'm doing right here. Um, um. So I think that's big. And that's they have time. they have two rookie corners who have been amazing this year. Um, uh, Trent McDuffie and Jalen Watson. Who, uh, D- McDuffie was a number one pick, and Watson I never heard of in my life before the postseason. <laughs> not going to lie, but he stepped up for Snead last game. I just think they're going to cause a little bit of a problem for uh, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. I don't think, don't get me wrong, I don't think uh, they're going to shut him down by any means, but Hurts hasn't looked good the past few games. His shoulder doesn't look great. They're uh, the Chiefs defensive coordinator, Spagnuolo. He He was the coordinator for the Giants who beat the undefeated Patriots. So if there's any coordinator that could shut down a crazy offense that has high expectations, it's him. Yeah, that's a great, great point. Um, the uh, I mean, Chris Jones and Frank Clark, guys were beasts against the Bengals. I know their offensive line was banged up, but I could count on them showing up. I love Chris Jones. His post 
game interview after that Bengals game was awesome. Was like, you don't disrespect Arrowhead. Yeah, I mean, the, I loved their how they showed up and showed out for the Chiefs Nation in that game and defended uh, Arrowhead. I almost called it Burrowhead because I've been calling it that like all <laughs> month now. Um, but yeah, that was awesome. So I don't think they're completely as outmatched as people make it seem. I think the Chiefs defense is good. Like you said, they have a great defensive coordinator. Eagles have more talent, yes. Their numbers on the season look great, but they just also, we have to bring up, they've played nobody good this season. Have you took like a little look at their schedule and how I did. cupcake it was all I season? Did, yeah, it, it was nice The best quarterbacks they've played all year were Aaron Rodgers and um, Dak Prescott. And Aaron Rodgers was washed, Dak Prescott led the league in picks. And both of them torched the Eagles. Yeah, 33 so, points and yeah, 40 points, I think exactly, they put up. Exactly. I think the Eagles' defense is very overrated. I still think it's good. I'm not going to just shit on them. Um, this is, again, we mentioned at the top, this is going to be a completely pro and biased Kansas City pod. I think we've turned everything that was a positive against Philly into a negative somehow here. Uh, but I just think it's true. I think the Kansas City defense matches up okay um, against the Philly defense. I think both of them are going to be able to... I think it's going to be a high-scoring game anyway, but... I don't think it's as overmatched as people are making it seem. Do you agree with that? I do, yeah. Yeah. Um, Kicker-wise, I don't think it's going to be much of a factor. I think both are fine. Bucker's I'll, good. Elliot's clutch. I'll give Elliot the, yeah. the slight edge of a uh, Bucker. If I if they need to make a long kick, I think Elliot's your guy. But if I'm picking one guy from 40, I don't think Bucker's missing. Like, yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Elliot's ruined my life in a couple occasions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, the last thing I kind of want to touch on before we conclude is the quarterbacks probably could have led with it. We've talked about them both. Um, but I think Mahomes, even on one ankle, he's going to have two weeks to rest that ankle and hurts. Yeah. He'll have two weeks to rest his shoulder or whatever the hell was wrong with him, but he just hasn't looked good since he got hurt. There hasn't been a good Jalen hurts game. He's been running the ball. Okay. But he made some horrible throws against the Niners. I swear they would have gotten destroyed in that game. He didn't even look good against the Giants. No, he didn't. He and put up like 120 yards. I just don't know how people can feel confident in this Eagles team led by Jalen Hurts right now, who hasn't looked the same since this injury. And maybe he'll be fine. Maybe he'll get healthy for it. But not seeing him look amazing in a game since like week 15 is scary to me. I think the injury that Hurts affects his play way more than like, Mahomes' injury affects his play. Because, like, Mahomes last week had a great game. Like, he he won the game on a scramble at the end, like, when they took that, uh, like, that penalty. But, like, he has two weeks. Like, a shoulder injury, like, even if it's not your throwing shoulder, I'm not sure which one it is. Like, that'll fuck up your throw no matter what because if you're moving your whole upper body when you throw. Mahomes, he can just sit in a clean pocket, and he has the arm accuracy like, to, like, throw the ball perfectly every time without running. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to use his legs. He can because he showed that he, he did last week. I guess I'd say two weeks ago now. But, like, I, I think that, like, his injury is just, like, it doesn't. it's not going to affect his play. We're going to see what I think is going to be a classic Mahomes performance. Yeah, so kind of summarize and get towards our conclusion here. Uh, we both feel, obviously, that the quarterback advantage is in the Chiefs' favor. Whether Mahomes is hurt or not, I don't think it could be worse than it was against the Bengals, and he was amazing against the Bengals. Um, I think he's going to be a little bit more mobile, too. There was a few times against the Bengals where he was chased down from behind or couldn't completely scramble free. 
I think those are going to be runs for five or six yards up the middle against the Eagles, no matter how good Ndamukong Sue or Fletcher Cox is up the middle. He's going to have a few runs because you can't contain him every play. Um, he just needs to limit the amount of hits he takes. Yeah, for sure. Just go down. Don't extend anything. Yeah, the coaching advantage goes to the Chiefs. We really think Andy Reid's going to show up for this one. Um, obviously, he's had some stinkers in the playoffs before, but I think he's going to be motivated against this Eagles old team, whatever. Um, I think the offensive skill positions, you have to favor the Eagles. But if the Chiefs stay healthy, I like their running backs. I like their tight ends. Yeah, they don't have the receivers to match up with them. But if Tony and Juju can play, I think they're going to be okay in that spot to make up for the disadvantage. They're going to be in the skill positions, and Mahomes obviously can make up for it. Um, offensive line obviously goes to the Eagles. They're amazing, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to say any good things about the Eagles. That, that wouldn't be fun. Um, their offensive line is great. Um, the question is, can Kansas City's offensive line hold up against all those defenders we brought up? And again, I bring up that I think their stats are inflated because they played against some really bad teams this year. Um, I think they're going to be causing problems. I'm going to bring up if Philly wins, I think it's like you said, it's going to be a lot of that Bucks kansas City Super Bowl where those guys just nonstop get to him, get to him, get to him. He's sacked six or seven times. Hassan Riddick gets three, and there's just nothing they could do. I think there is the path. I'm not miserable. Yeah, I think that is the path uh, to victory for them. And then controlling the clock, running the ball, pounding the football, letting Hurts get loose. I think that is how Philly wins. Um and then that leads to their defensive advantage. I do think they have one, but I don't think KC's defense is going to be overmatched as people expect it to be. No, that, you're definitely right about that. I think also, like, I don't see Andy Reid making the same mistake twice of losing a game because Mahomes doesn't have time. I think they'll try to scheme more quick plays to get around that. Yeah, and there's just more talent there, too. Yeah. Um, the, on the offensive line for the Chiefs, um, even though it doesn't match up to the Eagles' offensive line. It's better than it once yeah. was. Um, by a lot. So to kind of close it out, I just think there's more paths to victory for the Chiefs. Uh, I gave you that Eagles pitch. I think that's how they win. They dominate up front and run the ball up the gut and just dominate the trenches, and that's how they win. Uh, but the Eagles, I think Mahomes can just have a Mahomes game. I think uh, their defense can make some plays on the, the Eagles. I think Hurts can just stink. Um, I think that uh, Andy Reid could just outcoach Sirianni. I just think there's more storylines um, to me that make sense in my head for the Chiefs. Um, again, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles win. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, and my official pick is the Chiefs. I assume you're with me, as you said in the beginning of the pod. Correct. Do you want to make – what's your – of all the things I brought up, what do you think is the most likely to happen? How did the Chiefs win this game? I think the Chiefs win it by favoring heavily on what they've done successfully, which is feed the ball to Kelsey. And if it's, if they're double-teaming Kelsey, if Juju or Tony are playing, or hopefully both, get the ball to them. Pacheco, running backs, Pacheco, yeah. Pacheco runs the ball like someone just told him, like, fuck you and your mother. Like, he, he runs the ball angry. And yeah. I, I think, like, he's I think he's going to have a good game. Yeah, I think in the end, it's, oh, my God, Andy Reid, out coach Sirianni here. Mahomes is just way better than Hurts, and we should have known that. And the Eagles defense, yeah, they might have they might have gotten, like, five or six sacks in this game, but their pass defense wasn't as good as people made it seem. Mahomes gashed them, and there was just nothing they could do in the end. That's how I see it playing out. Um, All right. I'm really looking forward to this game. Hopefully we can come back on next week and be happy and talk about everything that happened and set up the rest of the offseason. But that usually doesn't how it works for us. So we'll see. Um, I'm going to toss it to myself in the future, future Steve now, for a little 10-minute segment on Super Bowl props and 
prop bets on things you can make. Um, and then that vein, before we go, uh, JP, Super Bowl MVP. Who do you have for your Super Bowl MVP on the Chiefs winning? So, I have it as Travis Kelsey. I kind of had a feeling you were leaning that way. Um, but if they double team him, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, um, both of us actually picked Cup last year. Um, obviously, it's usually a quarterback award. Uh, but we just we felt like Cup kind of deserved his shine, and we felt he should have been the regular season MVP. Um, I could very, very well see Kelsey winning it. Um, Kelsey would be my pick, except I just like have to pick Mahomes just because if he's my GOAT, he's my Super Bowl MVP. He needs to be a two-time Super Bowl MVP. You got to help the legacy. Uh, I think it's a little bit different, too. Um, like, Cup, I wouldn't say – like, he had the game-winning touchdown last year. But I wouldn't say his stat line was, like, eye-popping. Um, I just think it was – Stafford was mediocre – um, and the game-winning touchdown for him. Honestly, if you gave those two same exact stat lines to Mahomes and Kelsey, I think Mahomes would have won Super Bowl MVP. Do you agree with that? Yes, the, yeah, I do. Uh, I think Mahomes, they'll be very lenient. Unless he throws, like, two picks. I think he's two picks and, like, maybe only 200 yards, one touchdown, whatever. He, he won Super Bowl MVP, like, three years ago after throwing yeah. two picks as well. And only, like, I think two touchdowns. Were like... I could see Kelsey having, like, 12 catches – 150 yards, two touchdowns. I think that's the type of performance it would take. Yeah. Um, I if can he, see if he gets like five catches for like 80 yards and a touchdown, I don't see him getting it. Yeah, agreed. Um, guys to watch um, while I'm kind of transitioning into a betting portion of this, I think Chris Jones and Hassan Reddick, if there's going to be, oh my God, the defender won it, it's going to be one of those guys had three sacks. Um, I don't think there's going to be like a corner who had two picks and a touchdown. I doubt that happens for either side. Darius Slay, would be the guy for the Eagles, but I don't think Mahomes is doing that. Even if they lose, I think it's just because he got sacked a bunch, uh, like we brought up. So those would be my two long shots. But ultimately, I'm going Mahomes. Um, and you're going Kelsey or you're going Mahomes as your official pick? Kelsey. I like that. I like it. Uh, I wouldn't, I would, I'm not going ballsy two years in a row. I'm going chalk. Yeah, I'm going for the, the long ball yeah. here. All right. But to cover the rest of the props and everything else um, in that landscape, I'm setting it to myself in the future. Future Steve is back, if you're a fan of the Survivor Pod. All right, Future Steve here to jump in to take over the podcast and talk about the prop markets for this year's Super Bowl more than ever. Every single year, it seems like the prop markets are growing. So many options available for you to take advantage of. And I have so many, so many recommendations for you to look at. Everything courtesy of the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, if you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER and all that spiel. Uh, I really wish DraftKings would sponsor me so I could have one of those reads every time Bill Simmons or one of those guys uh, gets to read a uh, anti-gambling or uh, responsible gambling uh, ad. I was like, oh, I want to read one of those so bad. It would be so cool for this podcast. But hey, maybe one day. Uh, for now, I'm going to kind of hop in and just get to it and say all of my favorite props and side bets for this coming Super Bowl on Sunday. Um, Total-wise, uh, it's set at 50.5 currently. Um, I really do think this is going to be an over game. I know that's a popular opinion. Everyone wants to bet the over for the Super Bowl. Uh, but to me, I have logic behind it. It's not just oh, wanting to bet the over. Uh, I just think the Eagles' defense is very, very overrated. Um, I really think the Chiefs will be able to put up a lot of points. I think it will force the 
uh, Eagles hand a little bit. They won't be able to just run out the clock like they would want to do in their uh, ideal game plan. Um, I think if you're leaning the Eagles uh, in this game, you might want to stay on the under. But if you like the Chiefs, you want to take the over. That's kind of where I'm at. I obviously like the Chiefs like we went over many times. Um, so I'm kind of leaning the over in this game. Um, other props, player-wise, uh, Pacheco. We've talked about how much I liked him already on this podcast. Um, I really, really, really like his uh, touchdown props. I think first touchdown at plus 800 is very, very good value. Uh, I think the Chiefs do score first, and I think it's possible he runs it in to start the game. Um, his anytime touchdown at plus money is very good as well. Um, and I also really, really love his um, alternate and just, I guess, regular um, receiving yards plus rushing yards props. Uh, currently set at 68.5. Um, I play that there. I played up to like 75, honestly. I really do think he's going to have a big game. They've been using him out of the backfield more, and I think he's going to carry the ball a ton for the Chiefs. Um, I also really like the same prop but for Kadarius Tony over 32.5 rushing and receiving yards. They're really going to have to use him uh, as a receiving weapon in this game with a lot of unhealthy bodies. Hopefully he stays healthy for this prop to hit. Um, he's good for at least a few carries. You can count on if he breaks a run, he's already going to get towards this total right away. Um, if he has like a 10-yard run, then he only needs 20 yards the rest of the game. Um, I assume he's going to have a few catches. I, see, I mean, he had a catch in that Bengals game, just missed out on the first touchdown. Um, I would have hit this prop uh, alone on that one play pretty much. Um, I really like that prop, assuming he stays healthy as the game comes closer. Um, I also really like some Mahomes props, not the ones you'd expect. I'm staying away from his passing yards and passing touchdowns. I think a lot of people are going to bet that. They're inflated for the Super Bowl. But I do really think I find some value in his rushing props. Um, the narrative around his ankle may skew people towards the under here. Um, but I do really think uh, there's a lot of value, specifically in his over four and a half rushing attempts in this game. Um, first of all, if they win, like I think, there's a chance for one to two or even maybe three kneels at the end of the game, um, which would be very, very fantastic. I would stay away uh, from the rushing yards. I do like the total at, um, what is it? It's at... Uh, 18 and a half, I do like that, but after the last time uh, they played the Niners in the Super Bowl, at the end of the game, he took three knees. He lost like 16 yards in total on those three knees um, and lost his over rushing yards prop, so I'm just going to stay away from that. It scares me, that idea, um, but Mahomes, I mean, he had three rushing attempts um, in this uh, game against the Bengals as a banged up as he was. Um, when the game was on the line, he was willing to rush it. I think we're going to see him run it a lot more this game and he only he like I said he had three last game but also there was a few times he took off to run but was sacked behind the line and those will turn into rushing attempts if he's just able to get past the line of scrimmage and I think he will be a little bit more mobile to be able to do that I think he'll be looking to do it more because his ankle's feeling better I really like the over four and a half rushes at plus 125 I even like him to score a touchdown at plus 370 yeah, the idea of a QB sneak, um, you kind of handcuff that with the touchdown for Pacheco, uh, assuming they run a touchdown in. And again, I think season on the line, he's going to be willing to scramble and get to the end zone. We've seen him do it so many times, and I just think he's going to treat almost every play like he did for that play against the Bengals that he got roughed and ended up winning the game for them. 
Um, an under I really like. I think you try and bet as many unders as you can and are willing to do in this game uh, because that that's where all the value is. Um, Jarrett McKinnon under 43.5 total yards. Um, I like this just one because I'm all in on Pacheco. I think they're going to be using him more and more out of the backfield. They're using him more in the receiving game, whereas that used to be just Jarrett McKinnon uh, to close out the regular season. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's back. I don't know what impact or if if he's going to be involved at all in this game, but I do think the chance that he plays a few snaps would take away more so from McKinnon than it does Pacheco. And McKinnon's just not that good. Um, He's had some great catches from Mahomes in the past, but I think they're realizing Pacheco is the guy. And McKinnon isn't really the answer there. Um, Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. I think it's a big tight end game. I think these two are obvious. Well, Kelsey, obviously. But Goddard, I think, is going to be the main option for Jalen Hurts underneath. I think the Chiefs corners are going to do a decent job on A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And Goddard's going to be the safety blanket. I like Kelsey and Dallas at 70 and 50 receiving yards each. Um, You could parlay them. You could play them together. Um, I would maybe do like a 70 yards, 50 yards, and then them both to score a touchdown as well. I think both of them are going to get in in this game. Um, but I think the yardage total is your best play there. Uh, I do like a little – I don't know if I want to go to Chris Jones or Frank Clark to get a sack. I don't want to go too many players on the Chiefs' side to get sacks just because the Eagles' offensive line is so good and Hurts is so hard to tackle. But I do think Chris Jones is just going to have a moment in this game. I'm going to Chris Jones sack, and I'm going to Hassan Reddick sack. Um, you can parlay them, play them side, you can play them straight, whatever you want to do. I do think both of them come up big and do have a sack in this football game. Chris Jones is just too good to not come up with a sack. I don't care who he's going up against on the Eagles line. Um, a couple of other random ones I want, like now, random props. Um, longest reception. Um, MVS is plus a thousand for this. Obviously, guys like AJ Brown, Travis Kelsey, and uh, Devontae Smith have shorter odds, but MVS is the deep threat. Mahomes loves to throw it to him downfield at plus a thousand. I this is one of my favorite plays on the entire Super Bowl. Absolutely love that. Uh, first offensive play, um, minus 120 is rush. I'm going rush here. I do think. Both teams will kind of come out and just run the ball first play. Uh, Chiefs maybe less so, but I think the Eagles, uh, they want to establish the run right away, whether it's a read zone read or just Hurts running it up the middle or handing it off to Sanders. I don't think they're going too crazy on the first play of the game. Same thing with the Chiefs. I think they're going to want to establish the run with Pacheco. Normally the Chiefs would be a pass first on first down, but I do think they're going to want to establish Pacheco early in this game. So I like it. For both sides, whoever wins the coin flip and whoever ends up with the ball. Um, speaking of establishing the run, a speci- specifically on the Eagles side, I like yards of Hertz's first passing touchdown to be over 10.5. I think if they get within the 10-yard line, the Eagles are going to try and pound the rock, pound the rock. Um, yeah, obviously there's a chance that Hertz throws for a passing touchdown that close, but I just think that as they get closer and closer to the red zone, the likelihood that it's going to be a rushing touchdown increases. Um, obviously, it's like that for pretty much any NFL game or any NFL team ever. But specifically for the Eagles, I think they're going to want to pound the rock as much as possible and control the clock. So I think if Hertz is going to throw for a touchdown, it's more likely going to be from a little out, maybe like the 15, 20-yard line. 
um, even like the 12 to 13 yard line, and he takes a little bit of a risk on play action or something like that, and throws a touchdown. So I like those odds there. Um, another good one: uh, Chiefs players with rushing attempts over five and a half at plus 150. I really like those odds. Um, basically, what you factor in, you have Mahomes. He's gonna rush it more than one, uh, zero times. Like he will have a play where he scrambles out of the pocket. You have Pacheco. You have a backup running back. You know, I don't know who it's going to be, McKinnon, Clyde edwards Alaire, Ronald Jones, whatever. The Chiefs have been handing the ball off to three running backs. Uh, they did it as often as last game against the Bengals. Ronald Jones had a carry. I, If Clyde edwards Alaire is active and plays in this game, I think he gets a carry or two. Um, but you can definitely bank on at least two running backs to get a carry. So that's three players guaranteed to have a carry. Kadarius Tony is going to have a carry. He has a carry in just about every game he plays for the Chiefs. He's been involved. He's always going to be involved. That's four. So now you're basically looking at you need two more players for this bet to cash. Again, I, I do think a third running back gets involved, but you're not banking on the third running back. I think Sky Moore, there's a chance he has a carry. There's a chance Chad Henney has to come in and take a knee. They've done that. They had to do that last game. Or if there's a blowout at the end, they don't want to send Mahomes out there. There's a backup plan in that. Travis Kelsey could have a rush. They've done that before. They've done weird stuff at the goal line. They could do weird things with MVS. They could do weird things. Uh, Noah Gray had a carry last game for them. I just think there's a lot of options uh, for the Chiefs to have a carry. I think that's really, really good odds. Um, if three running backs get a carry, that's almost a lock to hit. Um, so I really like that. Uh, another play I like is the longest kickoff return to be over 30 and a half. Uh, the total for total kickoff returns is set at four and a half. So basically you're saying there's four or five tries for one of these kick returners, and the Chiefs have been using Pacheco in that role. Another way I found a bet, way to bet on Pacheco uh, to be over 30 and a half. So he has to have one solid return. I feel like there's always solid returns um, in these big games Maybe it'll be on a punt, and I'll be wrong, but I expect at least one pretty solid return in this game. Um, a My last prop, um, the cross-sporter. I always love to do a cross-sporter involved in this. Um, it's Jalen Hurts' rushing attempts, for which I expect him to have like 10 to 12, maybe even more if they win based on knees. Um, plus 100 to Joel Embiid's rebounds versus Rockets. I mean, obviously he's... You can chalk him up for 10 rebounds pretty easily. Uh, but in a game against the Rockets where the I think the Sixers will blow him out by who knows how many points, I don't think Embiid, there's not going to be a lot of rebounding opportunities. There's a chance he doesn't play in the fourth quarter. There's a chance he doesn't get above 12. And if so, I think Hurts has a really good chance to match that. Um, and there's a chance it's even lower than 12. So if it is, I think Hurts has a really good chance to beat Embiid's rebounds. Um, more interesting novelty props. Really love the color Gatorade uh, to be yellow at the end of the game. I just think the line movement on this, it's crazy that we're talking line movement on Gatorade, but some people know what the Gatorade color is for each team. And yellow Gatorade started at plus 375. It's now down to plus 150, an easy favorite. Um, orange is also an option. I wouldn't be surprised if it's orange, but there's got to be intel. Someone has to know to have moved the line that much on the Gatorade color. Uh, coin toss, go heads. Um, I don't know why T everyone does tails never fails. So I always I gotta be contrarian there and go heads. 
uh, Anthem. I don't know anything about the Anthem, but it's always fun to just take the under or over. I'm going under this year. I'm going to quick Anthem. I know there's a country singer. Let's go country. Let's go quick. Um, no guitars, no nothing. Nice quick Anthem. Um, halftime or Super Bowl MVP speech. It's always thank the, uh, thank the uh, fans or city first. Um, it barely ever happens, but I just love the odds on that every year. I think that's always a fun play. Um, and I, I wish I could have some – some years there's like Super Bowl commercial props, Super Bowl halftime props. I wish there was a little bit more of that, uh, but I don't have those on DraftKings Sportsbook available to relate to you guys. So that's kind of it. That's going to do it for our Super Bowl preview. Um, there's so many, so many other futures and – or I shouldn't say futures, so many props you could take advantage of. Um, I can only talk about so many. Those are the ones I thought stood out that might be worth playing. But obviously check out the – I'm literally doing an ad for them, and I'm not – please sponsor me. I would do anything, DraftKings. Uh, check out DraftKings Sportsbook to see what else is available to you. Um, for now, this will do it for the football fiends. Uh, we'll be back next week to recap the Super Bowl, hopefully in a good mood, but we will see. Uh, Hoop Fiends will be back. Um, I think this is going to drop after our trade deadline episode, so who knows when we'll be back. But follow us on at Hoop Fiends Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok for everything we've got coming out. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening to us today uh, to help us out big time. That would be a super, super helpful thing you could do. Um, and until next Football Fiends episode, we'll see you guys next time.